0: mr welcomes to sports talk your one-stop shop for the best of Bryanston and world sport i'm dr pullen and whether you're finishing off that assignment or chilling in the cafe we'll be accompanying you are, you with our analysis of the best of Bryanston and world sport and it being the first uh, show of the summer term our uh, show tonight is going to have a real focus on cricket but of course the winter sports are still just winding up their seasons and of course most importantly um, it's the climax of the Premier League. There is a massive game on tonight. It's Arsenal versus Manchester City. One might say a title decider, so we'll also be talking um, about that. As I said, our Princeton, uh sports section is going to focus on cricket. And uh, we're going to start by focusing in on the first 11. I'm going to be joined by regular pundits Hugh and Rannock in a second. Um, but to start with, I uh, am just going to play a quick pre recorded interview um the of me uh, catching up with the first team coach and regular uh appearer on this show uh Mr Morris uh, and we caught up uh, this afternoon to talk about um the preseason uh of the first team and what's been going on uh, at the start of this summer term so i've been joined by our regular uh, co-presenter Mr Morris who has another commitment tonight, which I might ask him about later on in the, uh, the interview. Um, but he's here in his uh, first 11 cricket uh, guys. Um, obviously, later on the show, we're getting uh, Hugh, Rannock, and Kingsley to reflect on the start of the season. And I thought it would be good to hear their coach's view. Uh, welcome to the show, Mr. Morris. Thanks for having me on. Um, so, uh, it's been a busy sort of spring and early, early summer uh, for you coaching these boys. Uh, tell me what you guys got up to over the spring holidays.
1: Yeah, so over the Easter break, we spent, I think it was five or six days in Desert Springs in Spain for a bit of warm weather pre season training. Um, so the boys trained for two and a half days, um, enjoyed, enjoyed the resort, um, and then they played a couple of fixtures against the Philip the Freitas Academy. Uh, one T20 game, one forty 40 over game, um, which gave them some really good match practice before the season got going.
0: Great. And who were the sort of people who stood out uh, during that trip? Who who really emerged as real uh, contenders for first team spots this season?
1: So um, Ranek J batted really nicely on the trip and was just a really good presence around the group. Showed really good leadership qualities. Kingsley P continued his really good progressions throughout the year. Um, some really good stuff from Chris S. Um, and apart from that, it was the whole group trained really, really well. Some really good performances from the youngsters. Um, some of the boys in D who've got a really strong future at the school. Um, I want to give a bit of a shout out to the A3s that came on the trip as well. They were really good Fantastic. role models for the young ones. Um, and it's a really exciting time going forwards.
0: And I mean, as well as playing some matches, was there a chance to work on skills there? Yeah, For the upcoming absolutely.
1: season? Yeah, so we did. We had really good net facilities, so we trained Really hard in the nets while we were there. Did lots of fielding, got lots of volume into the boys. Um, and I know myself and the other two coaches and Dr. Bakra were really, really happy with the trip.
0: Fantastic. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard good things about the trip and also about how well behaved and how uh, committed to it our boys were, That's which true. is great here. So moving into the main season, so to speak, although it doesn't f- quite feel like <laughs> it with the rather wintry weather we've got. I mean, ha- have you guys managed to get out much so far and do much practice outdoors?
1: So we have been doing lots of fielding outdoors, um, and we've been training in the astro nets, um, but we haven't had to get on the square and do any real meaningful practice on the grass yet. Um, so that's been a bit of a shame. But hopefully next week, if the weather holds, we should be able to get out on the grass and sort of kick off training properly for the season.
0: Okay, and in terms of the makeup of the team this year. Um, we're looking at a team that's covering quite a few year groups, am I Absolutely, right? On yeah. Course.
1: So we're covering from C to A2 in the first team this year. Um, I think in the words of sort of, in Tessa's words, it's a bit of a trust the process year. Yeah, fantastic. Um, there's definitely going to be highs, going to be some lows with yeah. the, having a really mixed age team, but signs are really positive early on um, and they look like a really, really promising young cricket team.
0: And they had a really good first run out, right, in a, unfortunately, rain abridged. But nevertheless, very promising game against the MCC.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So the MCC batted first, as is tradition. They put on 222 for five in their 45 overs. Um, One of their batters put on a bit of a clinic for 100. Really. Um, And then we got off to an absolutely great start. Uh, Rannick and Leo had us, I believe, at 40 40 for none before Leo got out um, on twenty-two. Jacko then came in, was batting really solidly, took us up to nearly 100 for one, um, and he got out, Ed, Wait, Ed uh, W came in, and then he was batting really nicely with Rannoch. Uh, unfortunately, he got out just before the rain delay. Um, we ended at 157 for three, um, with Rannoch 68 not out. Um, and just, yeah, it was a really, really positive batting performance. Something that we've struggled with over the last couple of years as a, as a, as a first 11. Um, It was really nice to see partnerships being built and and boys really taking care of their wickets and spending some good time in the middle. Yeah, that's fantastic to hear.
0: What about the bowling? Were there some
1: promising signs there as well? Yeah, absolutely. So Henry T took three wickets, Um, so two bowls and one court. Um, Leo C bowled really Mm tidily, was probably the pick of our spinners on the day. Um, and the other boys got some really good overs into their legs. Yeah. Um, our big work on bowling wise is just consistency. Yeah, um, a term I've coined, sort of coined with them, is learning to love being boring. Yeah. Um, and learning at this young age how they can just bowl a channel and just for straight batters. Um, and that's our that's our big aim at the moment.
0: And where Miss Morris, you, you said you've hinted that you know this is probably a, more of a this is a season where development is going to be as 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 important as results, yes. right? Where do you see the strengths of this team, though? So at the think? moment,
1: definitely our strengths in our bowling unit. We've yeah. got a really strong bowling yeah. unit um, and a really good mix of bowlers. Yeah. So we've got Henry bowling left-arm scene. have got Leo bowling left-arm leg spin. JP, his skipper in the side, is bowling right-arm off-spin. We've got yeah. Finn and George bowling right-arm scene. Yeah. Uh, we've got a huge range of bowling. Um, people not in the squad as well. There's people, there's people like Harry B yeah,
0: and people exactly. who so are decent would in bygone years would be decent Absolutely. Well. So
1: there's we've got a real actual squad this year which is giving a really nice atmosphere to training because there's real competition for places. Yeah. Um and if people have the odd off game or if they need some time to just hone on on their skills, they can go down to the twos and it's yeah and it's not the be on the end door and we have got people that can come in and fill their boots.
0: So yeah, I mean good. just off the top of my head, I imagine there's some very decent players in the twos, yeah, right? Yeah, you know, absolutely, you're sort of Bailey.
1: We're nearly half the under-15A siphon last year has actually gone into the twos, which, yeah. which for a cricket programme is fantastic. really, really positive to have. Yeah,
0: fantastic. So game tomorrow, limited yes. overs against Claysmore.
1: T20 away at Claysmore tomorrow, weather, weather dependent. Yeah, Hopefully the rain clouds hold off. Yeah, um, We should sound a good chance tomorrow. Yeah. Should be a good game. Um, hopefully Claysmore's pitch holds up well. Mm. Um, yeah, we have a nice competitive game over there.
0: And, and are you, a 2020 early in the season, would you be... Hoping to see the boys adapt their game from Saturday too much, or actually just go out there and deliver the skills you've been working on.
1: Uh, I wouldn't want to see too much adaptation. I want to see they they bat in a really positive manner on on Saturday. Um, And I think early season, especially with the with the rain that we've had, no pitch is really allowing anyone to properly hit through the ball at the moment and bat in a modern day T Twenty style. So I think something we worked on today in training was their run between the wickets. Um, That's been something really key for them. Tomorrow is can they keep rotating strike and just make turning ones into twos, all those sorts of things and I think that's gonna be the way we've got to go about it tomorrow. Is the game away tomorrow? It is away.
0: Yeah, so there you go, people. If you fancy watching the fledgling Bryanston First Eleven cricket play Claysmore, that is a two fifteen start, two thirty start away at start Claysmore. Away at Claysmore. Um, thank you very much, Mr. Rice. One final word. Obviously, uh, we're going to be talking about football and the title race uh, later on this evening. You've got a massive vested interest in probably, well, I mean, one of the biggest Premier League games in recent times tonight. Absolutely. Yeah. What are you, what are your what are your predictions for tonight?
1: Uh, I'm nervous. Yeah. Um, Agorically positive though, I would I would predict a. 2-1 Arsenal win, which would be our first win away at City since 2015, a, a Santa Cazorla magician performance away. Um, yeah, I'll be positive, i go 2-1 Arsenal. Um, we've stumbled a little bit in recent weeks, injuries yeah. are quite up with us, um, but for me it's been one of the best seasons of my life supporting Arsenal, so yeah. I'm just happy to be at this end of the season still involved in the title race.
0: Absolutely, and I mean, being honest, if Arsenal lose tonight, can you see any way they win the title? From Not there? at the moment. So, so I think it's, this is, it's do or die this time. It's do
1: or die tonight, I think. Yeah.
0: I mean, you've probably got top four secured. Top
1: four secured. Yeah. And if someone offered me that at the start of the season, yeah. 100% would have yeah. taken it. But when, when the title seems almost to be within grasp, you just wanted that a little bit more
0: put it this way your verdict for tonight is much more positive than uh, other occasional pundit Mr <laughs> Fowler Watts take on it. anyway Mr Morris thank you yeah. very much for joining for uh, joining us and we wish uh, you and your team both the best of luck tonight and tomorrow thank you yeah that was me catching up with uh, Mr Morris this afternoon just on the football uh, to update you in that a uh, huge game at the etihad stadium manchester city a one nil up so mr fowler what mr morris won't be too uh, happy about that one um of course uh, our um uh, arsenal have a five point lead on city but city have two games in hand uh, so it really is coming down to the wire and one would imagine that it this game is going to be well without wishing to speak too soon a likely title decider Uh, in the other games going on. Forest are drawing one all with Brighton Hove Albion. Uh, Chelsea are continuing their absolutely dire run by the looks of things they're 1-0 down uh, at home at Stamford Bridge to Brentford uh, and West Ham United are drawing with Liverpool and we'll come back to that later but for now I'm slightly um, surprised by my lack of pundits in the room but I have one I have my producer Hugh who is also uh, very conveniently um, a first team cricketer so uh, welcome to the show Hugh
2: hello sir how are you
0: yeah very well thank you um uh, and so, um, lots of interesting stuff from Mr. Morris there. First of all, did you go on the camp to uh, Spain?
2: Uh, no, actually, I didn't. But uh, it looked really good. I, I was following it on Instagram. I was texting uh, my friends who were out there, and I know they all really enjoyed it. It looked really fun, and also they played some very high quality cricket.
0: Mm, yeah, I mean, I, I was also I was I happened to be. Uh, skiing i think at the time and I, I was watching it on instagram as well keeping a really close eye uh, seeing seeing scenes on instagram like dr bacra taking hat tricks in the nets and that sort of thing um uh, but yeah they played two games against the philip de freitas academy a shorter game and a longer game um uh, I think 20 and 40 overs respectively, um, and uh, I think they comfortably won both of them with, as Mr Morris said, some real real uh, promise emerging. I think, you know, um, in case we didn't know, uh, Rannock turned out to be a very good batsman. Um, I think he got maybe 40 and 50 in both in, in the two games um i think leo uh, got some good runs as well um and uh, the emergence of a very decent bowling attack hugh what have you made of the first couple of weeks of training uh, well first week and a bit of training what's the vibe been like around the group
2: yeah i'd say your observations from that have pretty much been reflected in the first week ranik and leo have been batting extremely nicely and then our bowling attack looks good we used eight bowlers at the weekend they're all very effective Um, even though the pitch was a bit spongy uh, there there was quite a lot of threat throughout the 45 overs but um, yeah the the, uh, vibe throughout the group's been really good it's despite the mix of years that everyone uh, feels like they can chip in mm. everyone's been talking and in yeah. the field and obviously off off field
0: yeah okay so let, let we'll, we'll, I was going to hold it a bit but we'll get into that game on sunday on saturday sorry um and uh, so the scores were uh, mcc batted first made about two hundred and twenty two hundred twenty five 225 declared yeah yeah, yeah. Was it a time game then? Uh, or?
2: yeah, it, uh, I think because of the rain, it was time and deck. I'm not to, quite yeah, sure. Yeah, so it's probably
0: limited to 45. Hun, overs.
2: Hundred overs at maximum.
0: Hundred overs maximum. Okay, so they they went for a sporting declaration after 45 overs of 220. Five, uh, 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 for five, and let's be honest, it looked like Bryanston were on track to chase it down. Am I right?
2: Yeah, I, I'm not quite sure how long we batted. I think it was 35 overs before, yeah. um, we had to go off the end for rain, but it was only 60 required of about 20 with three wickets down with seven wickets in hand. Yeah, seven wickets in hand. Rannick was set, Kingsley was just getting in. It It looked like it was very chaseable, and it's uh, it would have been the first winning. Quite a long time, so it's
0: yeah, and it would have been the first win in my three. We we haven't beaten beaten the MCC in I my think, three. I think years. it was
2: actually Mr. Morris's a two year in which Bryson did beat the MCC. Okay,
0: so so go, going. That, and I, I think I can six t- years. With, yeah, uh, Mr. Morris might not appreciate me for saying, oh, Mr. O. Morris. O. Or, Morris. Okay, Morris, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that would be in two thousand seventeen. And yeah, yeah,
2: I think somewhere
0: around that. Um, yeah um yeah and, and that and that's great to hear um so talk me through the fielding effort Hugh obviously and it should be said uh Hugh has a very good uh is very well qualified to comment on bowling and fielding because he is uh in the field the key man as the wicket keeper um uh talk me through the the fielding and bowling effort what stood out for you Hugh
2: uh Henry Taylor immediately uh he's got a very difficult left arm action actually as yeah. a keeper just from where he bowls it it's quite difficult to line up and get it and mm. I think the batsman also struggled as was very tidy I think was, was it three wickets yeah um, he got three, three and, uh, one of them was the ball that he switched from over the wicket to around the wicket so he he was very tactically astute Um he definitely knew what he was doing Um someone like Leo Cook who's only in C mm. opening the batting then he bowled I think five very tidy overs
0: of left arm wrist spin yeah left
2: arm wrist spin it it, it, it very probably, I would say our most threatening bowler actually, um, mm. because of because of the quality of the pitch, which is pretty much entirely due to the rain. Yeah. But. Um,
0: yeah, I mean Henry T is an interesting one that you mentioned because he obviously he was missed the whole of last season, um, but I remember coaching him uh, when he was in C, and he against. I mean, you you will encounter this. You will encounter. Uh, basically Camford at the moment do have admittedly a very very strong um, first 11 Uh, and that team were all in uh, this under 15A side that we played a few years ago and Henry T had them 10 for 4 basically and that was basically the Dorset top five all all out effectively unfortunately then they they still had one or two more um, and they ended up getting a decent enough score uh, and ended up being a very good game but um, uh, Henry has always had this ability to get really really top batsmen out because he's a just a really natural left arm swing bowler basically um i don't know if you notice this from behind the stumps and whether he still does it but i remember when he was younger he used to get really big in swing to the right hander
2: yeah there was a lot there was a lot of um shaping it's um and then the the variation is sort of the one that goes straight on looking to get the outside edge yeah so with the new ball he's he's yeah he's certainly a real threat Um, yeah
0: yeah, uh, and who took the new ball with him? Was it Kingsley? Uh, it,
2: yeah, it was Kingsley. Uh, he he bowled quite nicely. He's put on a, a few yards over the winter. Mm. Um, so I don't think he bowled how he'd like to have bowled. He suddenly batted very well, and in the nets he's looked really useful. Mm. Uh, sadly, he, he won't be joining us tomorrow, um, although I think it's a white ball game. So someone will be taking the new nut with Henry. I think it could be George L or uh, Finn W who... Mm. Um, George has looked very tidy with line and length and so then Finn's Speed is obviously very threatening um but then also someone like uh Harry B um he yeah he's quite tall he's he's been bowling also just like George extremely tidy lengths so mm. i think people really are buying into uh Mr Morris's um, Yeah what did he say uh, um, be,
0: enjoy being boring yeah something, something like along that. those lines. Yeah. i
2: really should know that yeah,
0: uh. yeah and 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 his his advice is a very good one because obviously uh, basically all the cricket you play this term will be limited overs. Um, and in that, just being able to hit that line in length is going to be so important. Um, what about Finn? Because obviously he's a bowler that will always raise people's eyebrows um, for just the sheer pace he's able to generate. How did he look on Saturday?
2: Yeah, he looked good. He wasn't getting the bounce that he'll experience as we get yeah. on throughout the summer when pitches get harder. And I, I also think he definitely is able to rush batsmen Mm. but he bowled very nice conditions he wasn't he didn't just uh, bang it on a length he had bowled some very nasty Yorkers he was uh, he he wasn't moving it around but he was bowling it uh, pretty much targeting the stumps there were quite a few very close LBW shouts and also he's as you probably guess, he's definitely leading the team in the field in terms of mm. the volume. He's keeping the, yeah, he's, the buzz low. Um, yeah. Him and George are yeah. quite loud.
0: Ne- yeah, Neve. I remember coach again coaching them in C again i think two years ago um both very noisy both actually very good fielders as well i um, mean finn i don't know if you've seen him throw
2: the ball yet oh oh he, yeah um <laughs> quite a lot going over my head from yeah, the boundary he's he got an absolute, he has an absolute rock, and he not. also did uh get a grab that uh wasn't given um or th- much to um it was definitely a debatable call um Okay. But uh, it, 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 had not, it had been given it would have been a spectacular catch. I don't want to get on the wrong side of um Yeah, we're not
0: going to question we are nope. not, nope. not we're not we're not in the habit of questioning officials. I was just show. looking
2: for the right word. Yeah, yeah,
0: I know I know exactly what you mean. Um okay, uh, well I mean that is it sounds like a really really positive outing and I know from what I've um, spoken um, with Mr Morris um, about um, that, that you know he's very happy with how things are going. Obviously, a big local derby tomorrow, uh, and this goes across the board, actually, not just the first eleven. Um, but Claysmore, um, what are your hopes going into that game, Hugh?
2: Well, I think we're obviously looking to win it. Um, yeah. I've obviously not played the Claysmore first eleven. Yeah. We, uh, I think the only time we've played them before, we have beaten them comfortably, but obviously that this is playing people two years above me. Yeah, uh, I think uh, the people uh, who have been... In the first team for a while, like uh JP. Um he does think that we have a very good chance. Um yeah. and I think, yeah, that's how we're looking at it. We know that we've not played a twenty over game yet as a team, but we feel that we definitely have a good chance. Everyone seems in pretty good touch. So Yeah.
0: I don't think they're to be underrated, Claysmore. I mean, even in your year, there are some decent cricketers oh, yeah, in yeah. the in their squad. I know I know in D you had a lot of success against them, but last year remember we played them twice and once so contrived to lose in a run chase I think and then the other game I think was the one when uh Jack and Ed was it smashed them all Oh over yeah, I think
2: Jack got hundred yeah. and yeah, yeah. Um so he's now being rewarded with batting at three, which is
0: Oh, well pretty they, good, yeah. pretty good for the first team. Yeah, so, yeah, as, that's, a, as, a, as a B as well. It's yeah. a
2: very young top order in Ranek, Leo, Jack, uh, and Ed. Yeah,
0: so. I mean, and it could, and theoretically, it could be the top order for the next two years, which is yeah, it's <laughs> in, quite scary. Which is, yeah, which is which is yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess in it, very positive in some respects, but also does show that reiterate what Mister Morris said basically, and that this is this season is 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 you know as much as as much as anything, a developmental season for this group of players. And, you know, you think that only JP will be missing from the side next year. Um, It's certainly something to look forward to. Um, Looking across the board then, so it's a boys block fixture tomorrow, but um, I know there are several girls involved in the boys games uh, uh, uh as well um because there aren't girls fixtures tomorrow um but the under 15s uh have so again probably similar to the first 11 really the uh, under 15 year group this year are a very solid bunch of players um, uh um but probably again more uh, in the developmental stage of their of their kind of careers. Um but with a lot of potential nevertheless. They've got a big game against Claysmore. There's an under fifteen B fixture um, as well, uh which will be a nice fun game. And then two uh, fixtures for the under fourteens. Um are very exciting under fourteen A team um are going away to Claysmore. Now Hugh, you have a brother in that team. Um what what have you have you heard anything about the, what's going on there? And 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 has has Tom fed back to you on what the early season's been like?
2: Yeah, I think that um, there's certainly a good side. Uh, Ralph and Alfie have uh, they've come up and trained with the firsts. Um, but yeah, um, they they actually played the Dorset County uh, on the weekend. Um, or they I think they won one and lost the other game. But um, they're certainly a team that they look extremely good. They've got a lot of county players, lots of very talented players who will probably be looking at um, playing in the first team uh, if not um, this year then next year or certainly the year after so I think that that that's going to be uh, a really that's going to be a really strong team leading forward.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, they've got they've got a very good, strong team of coaches. They've got Mr. Morris, as in the head of cricket, on it, and also now our new head of games, who we will meet in due course uh, on this show, uh, Mr. McCann. Um, so yeah, lots of fun cricket going on tomorrow. Uh, a big block fixture against Claysmore K- School, uh, all 2020s, and I think maybe even the odd hundred game, uh, just to get us into the season. Uh, So, uh, we'll leave cricket for the moment. We're going to play a quick song uh, um, uh, by the Rolling Stones. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about uh, all things football, including the title race, uh, the FA Cup and uh, Europe. Uh, We'll be back in a minute or two.
3: thing happening
0: And a warm welcome back to Sports Talk. The time is coming up to quarter to, to nine. Um, and we're going to be talking some football. But first of all, I just want to uh, let uh, uh, a member of our punditry team know some feedback from um, a listener. This is from Mr. Waters saying, tell Hugh to say how much better the history trip was. Hugh, do you want to feed back to Mr. Waters what you were saying to me before the show kicked off?
2: Not particularly. Not
0: particularly. Uh, Needless to say, Mr Waters, Hugh absolutely loved the history trip and wasn't at all jealous of the boys uh, playing cricket in the summer sun while he was traipsing around Berlin. That's not actually true. He really did like it. Okay, but we're going to talk football. I'm just going to update you on the scores in the big games and the biggest of them all, the City-Arsenal game. It is still 1-0 City uh, coming into half-time at the Etihad. We've been joined by uh, quite a regular pundit on the show, uh, Zikora. Zikora, welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, so, just to start with, in terms of your sport this summer, what, what you, you, we're obviously going to be talking football, but you've been you've been doing some athletics, right? You're not a cricketer, are you?
3: No, not a cricketer. I'm not a tennis player.
0: You're just yeah. an, an all-round athlete. What are your What are your main events in the
3: in athletics? Um. Uh... A hundred high jump, two hundred as well.
0: Okay, so we'll, we'll we'll keep an eye on that as the season develops. Yeah. But let's start with uh, uh let's start. Oh, we were talking about a bit of football. Um, and obviously, um, both of us actually had a very vested interest in the game on Sunday, which was the FA Cup uh semi final. Uh, would you agree with my statement that uh, <laughs> the worst team won, or or not? <laughs>
3: The best the best team definitely the, won. The best team definitely um, won. Okay, so um, talk
0: me through why United deserve to win that match.
3: Well, as a United fan, um <laughs> I went into that game thinking that we would knowing that we would win. <laughs> knowing
1: that you would win.
3: And I'm very happy that we came out on top. It was a very close game, I yeah. must say, against yeah. Brighton. Yeah. Nil nil throughout the whole game. Went into extra time. Nil nil throughout the next 30 minutes. And then it went to penalties. It looked, everyone was scoring that first. yeah, And it looked like it'd gone for a while. But then um, it was... Solly March. Yeah, Solly March upset, stepped Solly up. Solly March.
0: Who does not have a good record at taking penalties for Brighton. I, I should add that, yeah, we're we're talking about our seventh penalty taker. We had all the advantages. We we were we we had we were we were we were taking them first, but unfortunately each United player kept stepping up and executing really, really good penalties. Um I can't remember who took the sixth one for you just before March. But I remember thinking, oh my god, who are we going to next? And yeah, he just I mean, it's a real shame because Solly March has actually had a fantastic season for Brighton. He's probably been one of our one of our best players this year. Um, but unfortunately, you know, he, you know, he's he again once again, the, the kind of he the, what, the main unfortunately be quite hard to forget about that as we move into the end of the season. I mean, Zakora, what have you taken any many penalties in your life?
3: Yes, I've taken quite a lot. Quite a few. Yeah. What
0: are you pretty reliable on the on the spot? Yes, I yeah, am. <laughs> you're backing yourself. Yeah. What? What? I mean, like, I mean, is is the art to it just clearing your mind and having yeah. a, having clear thoughts about it?
3: Especially in big games like an FA Cup semi-finals yeah. or a World Cup final, yeah. Champions League, yeah, any of those. You, if you step up, you just have to. Stay focused, just don't worry about anything else apart from scoring. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. And And then
3: just put the ball in the back of the net.
0: Yeah, I don't know what it was, but I could just see in his eyes as he stepped up, he just wasn't, he he wasn't there, like, he didn't look confident. Whereas, you know, to cite people on both teams, like, you know, I knew Rashford was going to score, I knew... I actually knew Lewis Dunk, our captain, was going to score. It just there's just something about the vibe of players sometimes. I don't know what you go how, how quite how it works, but I could just see from solly March that he wasn't looking overly confident. Okay, uh, so yeah, Manchester United go through. I'm not sure particularly deservedly. Like personally, I felt I am going to say this with a bit of bias, but I felt that Brighton played a bit more football and had the better uh, the better sort of end of the chances. I thought. Danny Welbeck uh, on his, well, playing against his boyhood club had a really, really good chance, a free header um, that could have uh, separated the two, but it wasn't to be. And once again, Brighton, Brighton's dreadful FA Cup record of elimination in semi-finals uh, continues i mean we've only ever got to the FA Cup final once which was an equally disastrous affair uh, in 1983 old brighton fans will know about that uh, the must score incident uh, which which didn't didn't happen uh, whereas united go through uh, to um, a very familiar place uh, this is i think is probably their 32nd or 33rd FA Cup final Um, So, Zakor, I mean, what are your chances against the really strong, informed side,
3: Manchester City, in that final in June? Well, of course, it's going to be a Manchester derby final. Yeah,
0: Manchester coming to London, yeah.
3: Um, It's going to be, I'd say, very interesting. Man City is a strong side, a very strong side, and it looks like they're going to win the Prem. Yeah. But we... The last time we played City, we did win three one. Yeah. So I think it's going to be a good game, but I'm I just believe in my team. R-
0: remind me where, where was that home or away? That three um, like, one. home.
3: Yeah. I I always.
0: So I mean, you know, I'm I am a football fan, but just following other teams at this time of year. I mean, there's just so much football going on. Uh, like for example, I mean, if I was talk you through what what uh, um, what United have got coming up, so. You know, they're, they're in Premier League action tomorrow. They're then playing, so they've got a game against Spurs uh, away tomorrow. Then they're hosting Villa on Sunday. Then next Thursday, it's another Brighton United game, this time in the Premier League. Uh, uh, and then and then once again, a Sunday game against West Ham. So it's just so busy at the moment. And guys, on that, I do have to say, uh, Manchester City have just gone 2-0 ahead uh, against Arsenal. So that oh, that no. game is looking you know i don't want to speak too soon but potentially dead and buried before half time Zakora, i mean uh we will check john Stones. john Stones. they had to oh. do a var call, so that, call
2: for offside oh gosh um, so and that, it was apparently by the toe of the boot i'm just reading off a.
0: by the toe second. of the boot was it a little toe poking uh, on a, on uh no, no, no on he was offside. onside by the oh, toe Oh, onside by the toe of the boot, the of the boot. Yeah, okay yeah. Uh, uh, I imagine there'll be had some had it, yeah. angry... Uh, I mean, I have quite a few angry Arsenal fans in my life at the moment. I share an office with Mr Fowler-Watt, who is one of the most devoted Arsenal fans of all time. Uh, and then also our our regular pundit on the show, Mr Morris, uh, will also be following that game very closely. Zakora, I mean, can you see... Let's say Arsenal do go on to this, lose this game. Would you say that is effectively title race over or...?
3: Uh, yes, if Arsenal lose against City, um, they I believe that City will go on and win it because Arsenal. I mean, they first half of the season they were doing very well yeah. and it looked like they were going to win, but yeah. the last few games they, I think they've just bottled it.
0: They have slight, you the bottled it is probably the word word. Yeah. They've drawn three games that they should have won. Really, whether that be the position they got themselves into ie against liverpool or the opposition they're playing i mean if you're if you're uh seeking a premier league title you cannot be draw you simply cannot be drawing to uh drawing to teams that are basically in a relegation scrap so i mean i guess Sakura worth noting i mean it looks like united are fairly secure for top four would you would you agree with that would you agree with that statement
3: um, I I think that United will come third, and yeah, we we will be very happy with that. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, we'll be that means we'll be in the Champions League next year. Yeah, look I mean, to that.
0: yeah, exactly, and 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 also, you know, it could potentially be a two trophy season. Am I right? Yeah, yeah, and I mean, really, that 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 would amount to the best season in quite a while for United. True. And, and do you think, like, do you think? that you can build on that next year, potentially? I mean, what would you say, in an ideal world, what business would you like to be done over the summer? How could your squad be
1: strengthened, do you think?
3: Um, I'm very happy with Eric Ten Hag as manager. Okay, yeah. Um, the squad is looking good. Looking good? Um, so, actually, do you feel yeah. like
0: it's more just keep keep developing with the players you got?
3: Yeah, I think so.
0: Yeah. And, and on that, guys, you know, I mean, you just look at the table and you look you see that City have two or only three points behind Arsenal with two games in hand. I mean, if Arsenal cannot do the job tonight, they will be looking at themselves in the mirror and they will be looking at those three draws in a row. It hasn't been disastrous by any means. I mean, they've only lost four games all season. But six. But, but, but to draw three in a row at this time of year, time of year when they're very winnable games um uh um is pretty criminal and it has meant that the pressure has been put so much on this match um tonight uh which seemingly uh they are up against it in and i guess that probably brings to an end what all we got time for tonight but Zakora, thank you very much for coming on the show and giving us your wisdom on football um uh and good luck with all your athletics hugh thank you very much for joining the show uh, and producing as ever and being an excellent cricket pundit we wish you all the best uh in the first 11 against claysmore um i've been your presenter tonight dr pullen uh thank you very much for listening we'll be back in a couple of weeks time on a I- wednesday let me get this right the 10th of may it must be uh, so in the meantime uh keep watching playing and most importantly talking sport goodbye